Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. That's right, real good show, back at it again for another week. It's episode number 88, and I threw its in there between week and episode this time, so as there can be no confusion, because if anything, I have a feeling that this will be a strong episode. A very, very strong episode, in fact. So forceful in its brute might that uh, it will have no problem pushing the door open and wandering all the way back to Russia at the end of the season. Episode number 88, of course, I believe I said that already, Justin Morissette with you, and with me once again, as always, is... Stefan Heck. Sorry, I'm not... I actually am kind of tired. Yeah? Yeah. John... It's just such a boring intro. No, I like the intro. John Cullen. Episode 88. The episode that Stefan put... $250 $250 on the table and set it on fire. Technically, his dad did all of it that. It was a birthday present. Stefan's dad put the money on the table. And he got his own jersey, yeah. too. $500 like a, like on the matching, table. But it's like a protest jersey. It's like a now, matching right? couple's costume. So we're going to wear it to the Summer Summit, and uh, which apparently they're having again. I don't know why. Yeah, like that the seems fact, dumb. The fact that they've... I just saw one, uh, it might have been on HF boards, or, or it was a screenshot of an email or something, but I did see a mention of a Summer Summit. So the fact that they're having it leads me to think that there's still like front office changes to happen, because if it was just Lennon and Benning, like, they're not going to... They're going to get roasted. They're going to get destroyed. So they're going to... Or they're like, maybe they're radically changing what the Summer Summit's going to be. Maybe. They're not taking questions. If it's just, I mean, Lyndon still refuses to say the word rebuild. So like, right. which Re- is just Reconstruction. so insane to me. So yeah, I would imagine that most of the questions from the audience, if they did take questions, would be just, are you capable as a human being of saying the word rebuild? Yeah. Can you say it with me? Yeah. Re... It's not hard. Build? Build? Two, it's it? two <laughs> syllables. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! Are, is Paul going to go to that with you, or can I come along? If we're both there, we're both. I think we're both going to go and wear our jerseys. But uh, yeah, you can come if, if my dad's out of town. I would I'm love to cause some trouble. Yeah, hop on a microphone and yeah. say some pointed things, get some feelings off my chest. Yeah, I've got a lot of things I want to say. I'd love to so. yell about Zach Cassian. Probably. Oh God! Why would you do that? Because. They just have given shit away, like throughout their entire tenure. Zach Cassian's not the correct hill to die on. Well, there's a lot of hills to die there on. Are you a can lot die on whatever hill you yeah, want. I know, there's about 50 that's of them. I mean, that's that, not a great hill to die but on. But that's how we came into this show, basically. That trade, like, the, there. I think it's like episode two or three that I'm just yelling about Cassian. The administration is so bad that the Cassian, like, I forgot about how bad the Brandon Press trade was for like two years. Hey, man, he's got a lot of character. 85 episodes later, I'm still eager to yell about the Cassian yeah, trade. There's just a lot of, uh, oh, they retired Billy Joel's number at the Garden. No, it's just the number of performances he's done there. Oh, so no, that's his it? number. Do they change it every single month? They retire know, a new yeah. banner every yeah. month? It's possible. It's at 86. 86 uh, times he's performed I'm pretty sure he MSG. does it literally like every month. Or for mm-hmm. a year he was doing like a monthly show at Madison Square Garden. That's sure. pretty dope. Um, you'd think you'd just run out of people to perform to at some point, but it is people Billy love Billy Joel. Billy, Billy Joel, New York, yeah, yeah. So regardless, yeah. Uh, what were we even talking about? 
I don't remember. Well, you guys, your team is dumb, and uh, you guys are both dumb. Oh, yeah. Yelling about yeah. Zach Cassian. Yeah. I love the people who are like, well, you know, there's there's no guarantee that he ever would have been this player in Vancouver. It's like, no. He already was this player. Like, he he already was as good or maybe even better than this player when he... Who, who's this player? Like the the guy that he is right now in Edmonton. See, but he no. Oh, Cassian. Yeah. Heard, oh, okay. Well, we, we can. St- I, let's go back to Tramkin. We don't have to talk about Cassian. Well, I'm just I'm just addressing one. Well, I disagree. Bring up all the I disagree. Time. He was not in a good place when he was here. Yeah, but you know what else? He didn't get any sort of help at all. They right. just cut him loose. I mean, who knows? You don't know that. I guess that's true yeah. in some ways. In like the way that I said it, it is true. Yes, but like. <laughs> <laughs> It is true that you I, don't know I think that. we're at the point with this with this management group, though, where you can just assume the worst. Yeah. Right. Because and, like, and it's generally I, safe to do so. And, like, you look at the pattern that has formed over the last several years of, uh, you know, this management group pointing the finger at their kids and saying, you know, these, these millennials have entitlement issues, whether it's Jared McCann or Jake Vertanen or right. Zach Cassian or literally any rookie not named Bo Horvat that they've ever brought in. They have seemed to have a huge attitude problem with literally like every single kid. So at what point does that stop reflecting badly on all the kids and maybe is like saying something larger about the way that you're treating them in the first place? For sure. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but. Cassian wasn't a rookie, and he had a lot of severe problems. And then they traded him to Montreal, and he got drunk and crashed his car into a tree. That's true. So, I mean, I think that he was going to be a couple years away from getting better. Would it have happened here? I don't know. I but have I to do... give him credit for living in Edmonton and not drinking. Exactly. Exactly. That's insane yeah. to me. See, how you can live in Edmonton sober. That'd be the place sober, that you'd like... get clean. But yeah. s- see, like, Montreal giving up on him, though like makes sense to me because they had no sunk cost like they hadn't invested anything in acquiring him they hadn't put the time into t- developing him as a player and literally they got him for like less than free they gave up a nothing player in Brandon Prest and got a pick like hey Gillis was right about the Hudson trade though yeah absolutely it looks like so like them giving up on him when they literally are get- getting a draft pick for nothing already like I don't have a ton of issues with that. I do feel like Vancouver had some obligation to maybe help him more than they did. And you're right that maybe they tried to and he didn't want to take it. Exactly. But I, I don't know. But I feel like they probably would, I don't know, wouldn't you try and make that defense when people are criticizing you for that move like several years after the fact? You mean the team would make that defense? Yeah. That they tried to help him and he wouldn't do They've it? said that though. Have they? Yeah. yeah and he even said it himself. Like yeah. he did the like in like they did the like inside they, he the, did Canucks the He did the rehab Cassian thing. And and like, he did like the the league rehab thing, and they said that uh, he had done well. Like he moved on to the second part of it, I think, when he was in Montreal, I guess. But he did the first part of it in Vancouver. I'm pretty sure. Well, so I guess I'm just wildly speculating. I mean, what what else do we do on exactly. this? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, sometimes we get. I hot think, like I like it. I said, I think it's uh, sometimes we get hot scoops that are wrong yeah. about the size of guys' balls, which are well. Very that's accurate. true. That's yeah, true. that's hundred percent true. That's the only <laughs> scoop we've ever broken on the show. That's that's one hundred percent. Yeah, real. the only thing bigger than his balls are his contracts. So. <laughs> and his jock. Uh, because yeah. the balls have to get in there. That's true. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Is there anything more to say? 
Well, we can talk more about that, but we should thank some people. Yeah, that's true. Sponsors. I just I don't want to talk about the Canucks anymore. They're so miserable. Like, so you're not interested in uh, buying tickets to see them next year? Well, I mean, I it's. <sighs> I don't know. It depends. Like, the, there's the lottery, right? Who knows what's gonna? I mean, they're gonna pick fifth. It doesn't matter. And like, I was tweeting about it, where it's like, it's kind of a relief not having to care. Yeah, it's, we were talking like, about this last week. Yeah, but even like yesterday with like the cadre hit and stuff, it's like, I kind of like not having a good but like super borderline on the edge player. Like the Canucks are just inoffensive right now, and like. No one cares about them. I feel and like I sort of like defending players like Kessler and Burroughs and stuff is yeah. fucking exhausting, and I'm tired of it. In the two years that we've spent doing this show, I've never seen you more apathetic than you are right now. I just like it, it, because it just nothing's gonna change next year unless unless they fire Benning, and like it's just not gonna change. Or Linden is like forced to like, step. Linden's down. a fucking moron. And Benning can barely speak any hearing, language. I do keep hearing that they are going to force him to step. I've heard out. a lot of like separate rumors, yeah. but it's just it's like completely unverified. Who like, knows? The Ralph, never, the Ralph Kruger thing could makes never sense, fire him. Yeah, that would be bad. Yeah, even I, though he probably deserves it, and like honestly, he absolutely does deserve it. I I don't know. Yeah, it's I'm just like I said. Part of it is it is kind of nice not to care. Like as we watch all of these skill players that were drafted by other teams because the Canucks refused to draft a pure skill player. Yeah. Uh, who are doing great, wonderful things for teams in the playoffs, for the Maple Leafs even, John. Uh, it, you know, I th- it really comes back to the fact that, like, the fact that Trevor Linden is so revered as, like, oh, my God, the greatest Canuck ever. Yeah. Like, is the problem. Yeah, he's not the greatest. Yeah, he's not good at hockey. Because William Nylander would be better than him already. Bo Horvat is already better than him. (laughs) I mean, about the same. Yeah, but but like in a different. But that's what the fact that he's the fact that he's even close should be like, oh fuck, that's our (laughs) best player ever. Like he's not. He's not. He's just. He absolutely is not. This town has always loved kind of like low talent grinders. Pretty much, like they're f- and and now Lyndon and Benning are like, oh, that's what they like, eh? Like, okay, was, you like low talent grinders, eh? What was the town? I mean, <clears throat> people here like Burray, no? Yeah, like they like worshipped him almost. Yeah, but then they, here. but then they're also like, but oh, he's an, he's an enigmatic. Yeah. Right? And I mean, they but, were right. they were very quick to sour on him. I feel like the PR spin when he was shipped out was extremely effective. Right. Yeah. Because but he there was, was like, a weirdo. He was an enigmatic There was like Russian. at least like five or six years where I feel like Beret was reviled after he left. It took a while for like people to be like, yeah, he was good. Even okay. though obviously he was good. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't live here at that time, but I just, I seem to remember Beret being liked, but I didn't know how much it, because yeah, like you say, a lot the, of the at guys. At the time when he was here, beloved, absolutely. Okay, yeah, because a lot of the guys, you, yeah, you're right. A lot of the guys that they've had that they revere, you know, are really not good at yeah. hockey. Yeah. Well, Stan Smeal, Trevor yeah, Linden. Smeal, and and Linden, that's still Dave the, Babich. That's like the brain trust now. Oh it's yeah. Like, so of course we're winding up with a bunch of those fucking players. Yeah, you know what's funny is that they look at that and they're like, "That's what I was. That's good." Like, yeah. and also like teams like Colorado and Edmonton uh, get their old players to come help them out, and it's a total disaster. But those yeah. old players won, and it's still a total disaster. You got a bunch of fucking losers. Yeah. Who like I don't know. It's I remember so before they hired Lyndon, there was like some talk too that like, oh, Marcus Nasland might leave Moto. But and, at, at and least the GM. But here. at least he was like experienced. And also, yeah, A had GM experience. Yeah. B 
a skill player who probably fucking appreciates pure skill. I would imagine. I don't know. I mean, I think it would be nice just to have a guy who like went to school <laughs> running your $800 million business, right? Like, Jim Benning's not a smart person. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. He must have gone to school. Well, like high school, maybe part, part of it. I'm sure he went to university. No. He we played in the NHL. Right out of... He, why would he have gone to university? He got drafted out of I don't know. Of, like a, a lot junior. of those guys, though, that go after that yeah maybe do you, have you listened to this guy talk i know i'm not saying he's smart like but. not to do th- i mean when you hear him talk it's like okay you don't want to judge a book by its cover but we've read the book and not to judge a book by its title but his middle name is elmer oh that's <laughs> that's kind of a <laughs> why haven't we been calling him elmer like the whole time this his, show is his dad is named elmer his dad's a scout for edmonton or montreal i think he's elmer the elder yeah, El- yeah. elder elmer benning <laughs> jesus christ yeah I don't know. You know what? That's let's enough Canucks stuff. Let's quit this I, episode. Yeah. Oh, oh Pacioretty is fighting and Jimmy VC. That's a good. Uh, that's a good look well, for you both two of are those. Currently being entertained by playoff <laughs> hockey. Well, it's just shocking and to see Pacioretty fight. I hope VC knocks him out. Oh, he's jerseying. It's him. even more entertaining when oh. you can be there in the building, wouldn't you say? Yes, yes. I would say oh, that. Pacioretty sure. kicked the shit out. And to yes, be in did. the building, would you not agree that you probably need to buy tickets? I think so. Yeah. Generally speaking, yes. and yeah. I mean, unless you like sneak in or something through the vents or like I don't know. Of course, it's not just uh, well, if you're the a player, NHL you playoff. Have you ever snuck in somewhere? Yeah, I like snuck mo- into movies, the uh, Squamish Valley Music Festival. Really? Yeah. How did you do that? Uh, well, well, it's a valley, I guess. So you can just walk. So through, you like, just started on the mountain. No, and no, you just no. Rode I, a bike I, down. I parasailed down like Legend of Zelda. I did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did a full like scan of the perimeter, <laughs> and I found like a weak point <laughs> in there. In there, like okay, fence. A solid snake. Yeah, basically. Nice. Uh, where mm. like the fence hit a bush basically and there was a bit of a clearing to yeah. fully make it under i had to clear like a bunch of boulders <laughs> out from under the fence and then slide under you know you could have done that manual labor gotten paid for it and then bought the ticket and then uh <laughs> and then after <laughs> i move a boulder after i slid underneath the fence who was headlining i had to like hide behind some portables in like a staff only area and like Make sure that nobody was like looking. If I was truly solid snaking it, I would have like thrown a rock to make noise. Or put a, at, like, right. the put other a, car- side a of cardboard the park. box. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but once I figured I was in the clear that there was nobody around, I just booked it into the festival. If you were grounds. truly solid snake, you would have snuck up behind them and choked them to death. That's true. I probably would uh, have <laughs> snapped is, someone's neck. Who is headlining? Uh, Weezer. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. That's right. why I didn't that pay. Year? Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. So you now, just now John Butler Trio headlined the Saturday. That was fucking great. Okay. I would have paid for that. Did whatever. you sneak in multiple days? Yes. In the same okay, spot. Wait. Yes. <laughs> okay, wait. So but you just you drove up there with no ticket, just thinking like maybe I'll sneak yeah, in. I, I I didn't even pay for a campsite. We camped on like a dried up riverbed. <laughs> And on, like, provincial <laughs> land or whatever. Sure. And it was, like, two minutes away from the festival grounds. And, yeah, then I broke into the park and watched the festival. And I, I mean, still felt like ripped off time, by so. Weezer. Because Weezer, at this stage, I mean, and this was, like, five, this is, six years was ago. Was this the pork and beans era? Probably. Yeah, yeah they, probably. They seemed like a, a bad cover band that occasionally covered Weezer. Yeah. Like, at one point, they covered Pumped Up Kicks. By Foster the People. Why would you want to hear that? And then Rivers like fucked it up halfway through the song. And instead of just like rolling with his little screw up, 
he stopped the song and started over. That's what oh, I'm talking about. My God. Rivers. It was like the worst thing I've ever seen at a huge concert like that. Holy I've seen Weezer shit. a couple times. The one time was very weird. It was like, so they had, uh, they had uh, Make Believe came out and there was like a four year gap between Maladwat and Make Believe. And then when Make Believe was about to come out, I hadn't even come out yet. They were doing a club tour to promote it. So they played the Commodore and it was their first show in like four years. And they all just stood there. They didn't move. Not once. <laughs> like Rivers didn't move one time. He moved to like play his guitar, but that was all. Oh my I think God. he was like cripplingly nervous. Yeah. And then it was like also touring Make Believe, which is probably their worst album. And they played most of it. Mm. They only played one song off of Pinkerton and it was just horrible. What are the blue album? Uh, they played like two or three songs off the blue album. Was it El Scorcho off Pinkerton? No, it was Tired of Sex or Get You. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I mean, so yeah. it was stupid. And then, so then the next time I saw them, Tokyo Police Club was opening for them. Tokyo Police Club and Angels and Airwaves. Ooh. And oh. Uh, oh yeah, so good. <laughs> and uh, I was just talking about this I the other you were night. Say, like, actually, and your friend Graham Wright. And I was gonna be like, well, he's in that band. Of well, course he would be there. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Graham Wright was there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then it was awesome. Like that. It was like the total opposite of that. It was like a super fun show. They played like all the hits. They were seemed in, like a great mood. They were all. They had trampolines on the stage and they were jumping all over the place. And that was when they were doing the Weezer Hootenannies where they would get like 30 people from the city that played an instrument to like all learn a couple. Oh I think God. they played Island in the Sun and Beverly Hills was where the Hootenanny song. It's like a city thrown together slapdash orchestra. Basically. Yeah, exactly. So it was like you could just have like a guy playing trumpet and a guy playing kazoo. Was like and like accordions whatever. and stuff? Yeah, yeah. It oh, was dope. Fuck, that it was great. super fun. So yeah, that was a great show. But uh, if you wanted to get tickets to that show. Yes. <laughs> God, is this the secret? <laughs> I cast? may have yeah. been inclined to buy tickets to Squamish, honestly. Uh, had I been able to score a sweet deal, but I could not, so I scored the sweetest deal of all. That was back before <laughs> apps were even a thing, I think. I don't know. Uh, there were probably apps. Back when point. the only app you could get was at a restaurant. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I liked it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you fucking clapped for <laughs> it. Well, I wanted to show some appreciation. I, pre- I appreciate it, Justin. Yeah. Yeah. He encouraged me not to kill myself last week. I appreciate it. Did that. I? Well, that just doesn't sound like me. Just because you enjoyed doing this show. Oh, no, yeah. Okay. It sound like <laughs> me. Yeah, that's fair. You didn't say, like, you have so much to live for. You were like, like, I, I have so much to live for because you're alive. <laughs> I have so much to live for, and you happen to be a part of it. So if you kill yourself, that would really fuck up my shit. That does kind of sound like me, actually. Yeah, that sounds yeah. a lot more like you. Now that I think about it. Yeah. yeah. But whether you want to go to the NHL playoffs, the NBA playoffs, an MLS regular season game, or any number of concerts coming to your town, the best place to buy tickets, of course, or to sell tickets if you might want to do that instead, you can do that too, is with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to live events. With SeatGeek's seamless mobile experience, you can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. SeatGeek helps you find two taps. the best seats at the best One, prices. One, two taps. Fully two taps. guaranteed. You select the seat, and then you click buy the seat, and then I think it asks you to did confirm. You hear about that actually the, uh, might be three taps. Did you hear about the bugle, uh, the bugle player who messed up his song halfway through, and then he had to restart it again? He played two taps. Uh, two taps, but enough about my entire sexual history. Hey, bump, 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 bump. <laughs> of course, they help you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. There's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team in the playoffs. 
or musician in concert. Let me just bring something up here, Justin. Yeah. I want to say Ticketmaster is a bad option. Don't use it. <laughs> it sucks. Uh, use SeatGeek. And, like, why would you ever use any other option? But like, SeatGeek's the only one to choose from, yeah. basically. That's yeah. the only choice. Yes. Well, you're not say. supposed to say their name. Oh, you're not even supposed to say their yeah, name. Yeah, we want to put Ticket not even, Bastard. Yeah, yeah, Ticket Bastard. Oh. Yeah, like we're not we're not allowed, but that's okay. You can bleep it out. Yeah. That'll be funnier. Fuck it, master. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck, fuck it. There's the, yeah, that actually sounds it. a lot cooler. Fuck it, master. Yeah, that sounds it. good. Seeky gets you closer to the action for a great value, something that you will not get from those other guys. That's what they call me, the fuck it, master. We have the. Oh, app. Wait, we have to say other guys. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, the we, other guys. Okay, here, here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna say other guys now, and then you you cut it you know over what I said. You know earlier. what's a cool? Okay. okay, ready? Other guys. Okay. Yeah, other guys. And other then I guys. think what's good about SeatGeek is they employ women. That's true. You yeah. know what I mean? It's all yeah. the other guys. Yeah. There's a lot of guys, but yeah. SeatGeek actually... It seems actually, like every every person that we interact with over there is a lady. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and I love everyone. appreciate that. Yeah, they're nice, uh, nice ladies. We all have the app on our phone. I we use do. it all the time just to see what concerts are coming absolutely. up. Absolutely. I honestly think the best thing about it is even if I don't know that there's a concert coming up, it knows what music I have on my phone already. And will send me push notifications based on those artists. That's, saying, very, that's hey, very cool. That seems invasive. I'm going to be honest. Soon. That seems invasive, and I, mean, I don't like it. It's not like a free U2 album on my phone. That's true. That's less invasive. I mean, that's a great album. So uh, that was a really nice <laughs> gift they gave us. Have you guys heard that fucking thing? But I think I've heard I one absolutely single song. Lo- oh, I absolutely but love some, that thing. Some invasive species. I can be love good. that. Yeah, shit. absolutely. Like you, you know, some it, plant invasive species are okay. It's totally true what they say. U two has only been good post year two thousand. Oh it's yeah, what everyone says, and it's so true. Like how they just to keep getting better an and better. Bomb. Oh, absolutely. Their, what a great album and also point. album title. Great yeah. title. Phenom- yeah. Phenomenal. Isn't that the one that also had the song that was like 4,000 words, like standing in a bridge and you kiss a girl or whatever? It's stuck, uh, in, it's not, a, it's stuck in a moment. No, it's it? not quite. No, no. And that's, that's, a, that's a sports song if you watch the music video. There's one the that's a, goal. Okay. Starring what's his name from Oh, yeah. Oswell. Yeah, that's because it has the whole yeah. thing, right? It's like stuck in a moment that you can't get out of. Yeah. That's the whole. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's like 4,000 words. Which uh, it would be a good not, theme song for this podcast. Yeah. You know what is a great <laughs> song that also has a lot of words in it? is standing outside a broken telephone booth with money in my hand is by the primitive radio guys. Well, if you had the money in your hand, you could use it to buy tickets on SeatGeek. SeatGeek.com. <laughs> well, wait, they don't accept cash, do they? <coughs> well, you could put it in your bank account. Okay. And, and then, then use, use it. Card yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever. They save you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. And to get you the most bang for your buck, SeatGeek grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket, from sports and concerts to comedy and theater. Best of all, our listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code REALGOOD today. That's promo code REALGOOD for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. And you know what? We had somebody complain last week that you two did not do enough to try and throw me off my ad copy read. That's right. Rich Marinsky, that's for like you, baby. you really stepped up your games this week. Thank well, us. didn't SeatGeek also complain about us, too? Yeah, they yeah. did. They were Are we allowed mad. to talk about that? No. no. Oh. Why would you? Why would we want to talk about that? I don't know. They only listen to the ad, right? The ad, ad over. Okay, so. <laughs> they listen. 
in like the 30 seconds afterwards, too. Okay. okay. So, okay. So hold on. Gotta gotta get all Here, I, know how, I know how we can fill the 30 seconds. Uh. Uh. Oh, my God. Are they touring again? Well, yeah, because they have uh, Robert 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 Trujillo. Oh, he's like twelve years old. Yeah, he's twelve. Yeah, Yeah. they were showing clips of him playing bass with Corn, and it's so funny because Jonathan Davis still uses that mic stand that has like a naked woman on it, (laughs) and there's just this little twelve-year-old standing on a riser in the back, like. It seems like a good sign of like the overall quality of your band when you can like seamlessly replace (laughs) one of your members (laughs) with a child. Child, yeah. Well, because Fieldy, did you guys see Fieldy had this? There's this great quote about how he like literally never practices and like it and you can tell it's so fucking, <laughs> it's so funny yeah he says uh you okay there justin mm-hmm. what you happened stuck your like entire I hand in your feel mouth. like i had like a popcorn kernel stuck oh, oh that's like the worst yeah, yeah, it's been 30 seconds right yeah can we talk about it yeah yeah talk about it now uh yeah they were mad that we said the word Ticketmaster. And then we were like, it was to say they're yeah, but bad. it was like disparaging. And then they were like, oh yeah, I guess I understand that. Yeah, like I gotta try and. It's, oh, it's wow. like, do they, is there some corn sort of actually like, has uh, a song called "Spike in My Veins"? Algorithm, you know, where awesome. where they get notified that like, oh, the, there's like a red alarm oh, that goes off no at SeatGeek headquarters. SeatGeek no just bought someone too. There was a. Uh, they they bought another like ticket based company or yeah. something. So. Yeah, they did. Uh, whatever. Yeah, tickets for tickets for guys. <laughs> It's cool stuff. It's a cool site. Yeah, it's run by all women, but it's <laughs> for dudes. <laughs> uh, do we have people to thank? Yeah, we yeah, do. yeah, yeah, yeah. We do have new yeah, donors yeah, this yeah. week. I wish I could find this Fieldy quote. It was so funny about anyway. never practicing. Yeah, he's, he's, he's just like basically bragging like, about it. Yeah, he was like, like bragging, like, oh yeah, I never, like, I literally never practice. He's <laughs> like, it's like the most boring thing in the world to me. Like, why <laughs> would I amazing. ever do it? Yeah, I, I'll try and find it. Uh, yes, we have two people to thank. First of all, Christopher uh, Dubro. Uh, or possibly I, Dubrow. It could be Dubrow. I'm going to say Dubrow. Uh, yeah, or, or like Dubrow. Or D U Bro. But yes, I believe <laughs> I don't it's, think it's uh, that. I'm going to go with Dubrow, and uh, he pledged $5. Thank I you. I just wanted to make sure Thank we covered all of our bases. Yeah, it's yeah. very so important. You could say that at least one of those was correct. Totally. And then we also have uh, Josh Custodio. Joshua Just, L. Custodio. Josh, uh, that's... Uh, um, friend of the show. Friend of Justin's. It's basically his best friend. And then <laughs> they like hang out a lot and stuff. Oh, yeah. Here we go. What uh, us? <laughs> yeah. He's also a listener of... Uh, Podcaps FC. Yes, he is. He's, a good, a, he's a, a good boy. A Pinterest it's page Pinterest for, for, for corn, corn, but it does have the fieldy quote. <laughs> You're on a corn Pinterest page. Yeah. So he could, you could say he's a friend of your show also. Yes, he is a friend of my show as well, Podcaps FC, with me and Chris James. And uh, if you've been listening, uh, we've got a lot of stuff going on. We're That's, suing the white caps. It's very... It's, Plot driven in a way that I was not expecting. Same. Um, (laughs) It's like an old timey radio uh, (laughs) play. Serialized. Yeah, it's beautiful. White caps coverage. Yeah, just if you ever wanted to, if you were ever like, you know what, too much straight talk about the white caps. I hope two (laughs) white comedians invent a backstory where one of them got kicked out of his house and is now homeless. I mean, that doesn't seem too far removed from the truth. Yeah, Chris lives in a dump. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, (laughs) Fieldy's quote. I play I play when I have thanks Josh. Thank you Chris and Josh. Yes. Yeah. I play when I have to. I don't practice ever. If we're going to write a song, I'll play, but I don't sit around and play my bass ever, not even on my most boring day. <laughs> I used to practice back in the day, but I mean, I'm not about practicing today. I'm more about creating songs and we only do that when we're in a room together. I don't just sit around watching TV practicing or trying to make songs up. 
Isn't that like what being a musician is yeah, all about? Yeah, I mean, it's his only job, but he's made millions and millions of dollars in this stupid band. You know what? Good for him. Congratulations, Reginald Fieldy Arvizu. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I want to call him Reg. If I ever saw him, I'd be like, Reggie, what up, baby? Well, we started the episode on, uh, baby. Uh, on a note kind of full of despair, which is how it, it feels to be a Canucks fan always. Yeah, your team sucks but, fucking uh, balls. I do have, like, there are some positive hockey feelings this week. Toronto Maple Leafs. Well, I don't know. I was going to ask you about that. Because yeah, like, the well, last time we recorded, it was pure or? elation. Yeah, Is that, like, tempered a no. little bit? No. I mean, you can't. There's been so many overtime games. So, right? so the 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 series is very been very very close. The series is tied. Uh, You've not had a seven nothing blowout. No, no. Yeah. So the series is tied. I believe the it's goals. Uh, it's sixteen fifteen in goals for Washington. The shots are a hundred and seventy five to a hundred and seventy five. Holy fuck! That's crazy. Uh, it's been a very even series and games. And I mean, the Caps are like were the odds on favorite to win the Cup, and we were the last place team of the sixteen in the playoffs. And we're staying right with them. The kids look good. Like Matthews and Nylander look more comfortable every single game. Uh, Jake Gardner appears to like he might be actually like a legit number one D man. Like yeah. he's been playing fantastic. Um, yeah, it's just been really fun to watch. Uh, obviously, crushing that they lost, especially the last game. The loss in overtime was just due to a poorly made, poor, poor defensive play and a missed coverage. But overall, it's been fun slash stressful to watch, but it's been good. Like It's just fun that they're actually competing, and it's good to watch. If they lose tomorrow or lose Game 7, yeah, I mean, it's fine. You know, you can't be upset with what's happened. But I was going to say, this is like year 12 of, of Ovechkin versus year 1 of Austin Matthews. So oh, yeah, like baby. You can't no, exactly. And Nylander, like, Nylander's been ridiculous. Yeah. He's no, so is good. Is Ovechkin even going to play in Game 6? Oh, yeah, he's fine. Oh, He played the rest of that game. He said oh, he really? had a Coke. He's like, yeah, I, d- I just, uh, I can't do it. That was French. Impression. Yeah, I know. I just, uh, I went into the dressing room and I was like, uh, hey. give me a Coca. Very good Alex Ovechkin impression. Coca-Cola. Got back in the game after having Coca-Cola. That's a bit better. It's like an overdone, like, golden eye Russian impression, like a Bond villain. Like, show me your papers. Yes, exactly. Your papers are in order. Yeah, he's like, oh, I just go watch game. I have Coke and I relax. Comrade, hand me Coca-Cola, I yeah. say. It's, so then, it's time to get back in game. It was funny that uh, <laughs> one of the Washington beat reporters was telling some stories about Ovechkin. And uh, so he said that I guess he actually, ke- there is a Gatorade bottle on their bench that's filled with Coke. And he drinks Coke oh throughout the God. game. A lot of the Russian guys, Malkin will have Coke sometimes too. And Chara, there was that clip of Chara having the Coke on the bench. They said, Alex, go to quiet room and have time out. And I say yet this is a pretty good accent actually yeah it doesn't sound like no, it doesn't Ovechkin, sound like Ovechkin, but it's, but it's a, a good, good russian, russian accent yeah. thanks yeah. very much it's an acceptable finally accent. a voice i can do um <laughs> yeah, it's not just like you in various pitches let's hear, your, like, let's hear your benning impression well uh we did, we thought that uh eric good branson would be no benning's more foghorn leg yeah benning you had a little, a benning you had a little deeper yeah benning yet a little more southern in it uh well uh, we brought in eric good branson <laughs> oh my god you can't even remember what you used to do for <laughs> yeah. uh, we brought in eric good branson you told me to go deeper so i did no, yeah but no. but you okay maybe deeper in the south you did have a there was I did a have like there was a yeah. there was like a distinct a, benning impression yeah, yeah. for a little while there i'd have but, to listen uh, to those 
this episode. The uh, so anyway, uh, there's also apparently Ovechkin lost his hockey bag that says number eight on it, so he now uses the one that says sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah he's just a he's a good guy that that's, Ovechkin. that's beautiful remember Ov- the uh ovechkin's cribs episode it might have been just done from like the team did it i think uh oh but no he, he just, oh yeah i do remember it was this. like a newish apartment that he just moved into and like his mom or his dad was are you talking about 24 7 because they showed it on 24 7 and his no, mom it was definitely, definitely a youtube him. video that he did for the team oh, okay. it was yeah it was like a separate like crib style thing because he had a fridge just filled with vodka yeah he, all he was, was very proud of like yeah. his marble countertop okay yeah, i didn't like, see that part i de- definitely on 24 7 his mom was like right. making him russian food yeah. while he was like, like sitting right there. in front of the tv playing video games yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I didn't know all the Leafs players live with their parents. Like Mitch Marner lives with his mom, well, uh, and Austin Matthews lives with his dad. So his parents are at every game, right? Yeah, they they moved to Toronto for this. No, I guess, his or? dad lives in Toronto, okay. but his mom, I think, lives in Arizona. But I guess comes up yeah. and stays with them or whatever. So they're just like the good, polite boys. Yeah, they're yeah. just a they're just a beautiful bunch of young lads. Nobody has to them. live in Brendan Shanahan's basement. No, exactly. Yeah, no. Some for some reason that'd be. I mean, that's yeah. that's like a potential sitcom, I guess. Oh yeah, <laughs> or at sure. least like one of those like behind the scenes oil change style docu series yeah. on just like <laughs> getting all these rookies together to live in Brendan Shanahan's house with him. And then Lou Lamorello's like uh, played by Ed Asner. <laughs> and he the just like part? shows up and is like, <laughs> they should do a, the what can- are you doing? The cantankerous neighbor yeah, character. Exactly. They should do a sequel to the oil change series. Uh, that's 10 seconds long, and it's just saying uh, the Evangelos are proud to select Connor McDavid. That should just be the entire sequel. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, because that's their fucking rebuild. That's yeah. all they needed. Do you yeah. want to? Did you want to like re- redo that one or? Oh, I didn't expect a big laugh. I, though I do that's love that was, like some. Anger. I do love that oh, there okay. are like real human people who exist in the world to totally believe that the reason Edmonton is good this year is because they traded. Taylor Hall for Adam Larson. Yeah, or, Lu- or Lucic. Not he just wasn't McDavid terrible. doing McDavid things. It has nothing to do with McDavid. It's yeah. all the fact that we got Hall out of there and he was really the problem holding us back. <sighs> I mean, I think, I to be fair, there's something to be said about I it. I do think Taylor Hall is an absolute moron and from everything you hear, a was asshole. a total asshole in the yeah. dressing room. I don't think that that's not the reason that the team has changed. But all I'm saying is I can see why a dumb fan would be yeah. like, "Yeah, that yeah, Hall's a Hall's a dick, and and you gotta you gotta have character guys in your in your room. Like, just think if the Oilers had Taves, man, we'd be we'd fucking win the cup every year, man." There, wa- there was that unbelievable anecdote that made the rounds though a few months ago where. Hall was like out celebrating hard after scoring the oh, game winning yeah. goal and Glenn Anderson happened to be at the bar that they were at yes. and was like hey buddy like maybe slow it down celebrate like when you get 55 more of those or whatever because he was the franchise leader in, in game winning goals, goals. Yeah. and he said yes congratulations on scoring the fourth goal in an 8-3 victory 57 times <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah I think Hall is like I definitely think Hall is <laughs> which is funny. like the greatest thing it's ever so funny well, Ryan, Ryan Whitney's tweet is still one of the best sports oh, tweets of all time when they're playing Hangman. Yeah, Everly and And it's Hall. like, he's like, Everly, or it was like, Hall can't figure out that this is banana split and Everly thinks banana has three N's in it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was like, is like blank, A, 
N A N N A blank P L blank T. <laughs> that is like, yeah. Hall, uh, yeah, Halsey can't figure out that this is banana Scratching split. Scratching his head, looking at it forever. That's yeah. like hot gun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. What a moment. And what, Clemson? <laughs> hot gun. Oh I've been God. quoting that all week. Oh, it's so yeah. good, yeah. Well, just the way he poses. <laughs> yeah, the pose is so great, too. <laughs> hot, hot gun. gun. <laughs> oh, my God. That would have been probably our clip of the week. Because, uh, like, the audio of it is so great, too. But the clip of the week we have is even better. Yeah, yeah. let's fire it up. Absolutely. Great clip. Um, Let's see where it's at. Yes, I here know we where go. We should get a, should get a barber shop to sponsor at. our uh, our clip of the week segment. Great clips of the yeah, week, exactly. <laughs> Super cuts of the week. Clip of the week this week comes to us from Memphis Grizzlies coach David Fisdale as he unloads on the officiating in the NBA playoffs. Very poorly officiated basketball game. Um, Zach Randolph, the most rugged guy in the game, had zero free throws, but somehow Kawhi Leonard had 19 free throws. First half, we shot 19 points, shots, 19 shots in the paint, and we had six free throws. They shot 11 times in the paint, and they had 23 free throws. I'm not a numbers guy, but that doesn't seem to add up. Overall, 35 times we shot the ball in the paint. We had 15 free throws for the game. <laughs> They shot 18 times in the paint and had 32 free throws. Kawhi shot more free throws than our whole team. Explain it to me. We don't get the respect that these guys deserve because Mike Conley doesn't go crazy. He has class and he just plays the game. But I'm not going to let them treat us that way. You know, I know Pop's got pedigree and I'm a young rookie, but they're not going to rook us. That's unacceptable. That was unprofessional. My guys dug in that game and earned the right to be in that game and they did not even give us a chance. Take that for data. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite part of that is he's got the, he's, he's got your breathing kind of going on when, when you rant you get you do some like heavy breathing between like your pauses when you with your pauses and stuff and you can hear him. He's, he's like, It's like take that for data. It's aggravated breathing. Exactly. Yeah, no, no, exactly. no. But he's got he's, he's got, got the, like the raised heart rate. Yeah, he's got the Justin yeah. breathing. That was a Justin rant. He's keeping. Uh, he's got the Justin breathing. I don't know. It sounds like Justin Bieber. Not <laughs> even. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna cut that. Oh, right don't cut episode. it. Leave it in. Um, Leave it in. I just love how it has the feeling of an off the cuff and passionate guys, rant. Guys, is it too late to say sorry? <laughs> Well, now you have to leave it in. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, that joke's not going to make sense. What do you mean? Um, okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I w- would rather drown in cold, cold water right now <laughs> than continue this episode. Baby, uh, keep it going. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, it has the feeling of like an impassioned off-the-cuff rant, but because of the stats element to yeah. it, it also looks like he's reading a prepared statement the entire time yeah. and just getting really, really fiery about it. I Yeah, no, he's... Uh he got fined, I think, thirty thousand dollars. Worth for that. it. Worth yeah. it. Oh yeah. I think his whole especially in the playoffs, like I think if yeah. you if you skipped over the clip of the week and you just want like a summary, he's basically saying to the refs, Where are you now? <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. I mean 
Kawhi is a better player than anyone on the Grizzlies. So that also kind of probably makes sense as yeah, to the why star he'd be factor, fouled so much. For sure. I mean, not just that he's a star and would get favorable calls, he but for San Antonio he would they would be playing him more aggressively because he is an unbelievable basketball player. For he sure. You would have to play him for that sure. way. And you have to think that like probably the Grizzlies were fouling him with purpose. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> but <laughs> Fuck you at the same time. God damn it. Oh, I got suckered into that one. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yes, you did. Uh, yes, you did. Yes, you did. Take that for data, though. What a. Oh, what a and I, the thing I loved about that is like how hard Memphis leaned into it and just made take that for data shirts like instantly. Wow. And like we're all over we it. We should have a segment where we. If, if like Dart Guy is the fucking merch fan, <laughs> yeah. if yeah. everybody's rocking Dart Guy t shirts and hats and face paint. I think people make all those themselves. Like I don't think the Leafs are making Dart Guy. Of course. But 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 that would be sick if they I did. believe from watching Jeff's Twitter over the last couple of days that the Leafs were actually handing out officially team printed posters and signs that said hashtag the Leafs are actually good. Oh, oh yeah, cool. I think yeah. I heard something about they that. They did yeah. embrace that for at least the first two games. For sure. So it's not like there hasn't been some That's true. You know, embracing yeah, yeah, no, of, exactly. of fan movements. I was going to say, so take that, uh, take the clip there, the take that for data, or how's that for data, or whatever. Take that, take for, take that, that, take for, that data. for data. Yeah. We do a segment uh, where we have like weird sports stats, you know, like a funny, like unbelievable sports stats, and it's just called take that for data. That'd be a good segment. Idea? Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, pretty just good. Just throwing it out there. We're just kind of brainstorming. I don't know. Right? I thought we could bring back We're everybody's favorite right now, segment we? this week. Uh, Did was, you know what? Uh, what's the weather? Oh, yeah. That's a great segment. <laughs> because our 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 Little League game got canceled today, apparently. Yeah, we didn't know yeah, about we it. So we know. Had, John we and I went up. to the game, and no one was there. Yeah, yeah. it was very weird. It um, didn't really seem to be raining very much. So I would be correct as I was before when I said it was a drizzle and you guys roasted me. I feel like today was today a was, was today a was a drizzle. Yeah. It was raining a bit harder this morning, but yeah, it was drizzling. Yeah, fine now. And I mean, it was so nice yesterday. You know so. what? This has been uh, another edition of What's the Weather? We do have it. We are bringing an old segment back today, though. Oh, uh, yeah. Because, uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you guys Sorry, why. just before we get to that. Yeah. Um, do you know what Captain Kirk said when one of the members of his crew <sighs> forgot the phaser? <laughs> Take that for data. Uh... Sure they weren't. I mean, they weren't on the same. Yeah, data. Was, data was his name. I don't care. That's Cap- yeah, Star Picard. Trek. I'm not a fucking nerd. Okay, here we go. Nerd Patrol Next generation. Over here. Yeah, versus NC just the original whatever uh, Star Trek series. Whatever, guys. So it's fine if you're like mad about that single thing. Yes, just, like as long as like overall. Well, I just as mean, long like as when I hear me. a comment like that, I I just have to ask like, what did you mean? I already used that one. I, I know. Sad. But but I no, don't but know he's any, allowed to. I don't use. know many. I don't know anymore. Like, Justin, your listen. your Bieber knowledge goes. Deep I know you're mine. upset, but as long as you love me, that's really what matters. Isn't to that me. a Backstreet Boys no. song? No, Backstreet Boys is the way that. Uh, as long as you love me. No, it's not. That's the chorus. I don't know if that's the <laughs> name of the song. Yeah, no, the Justin Bieber one is "As Long as You Love Me" featuring Big Sean. Oh, oh I that's have right. heard this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, regardless, should we get to that segment that we're We could reviving? be starving. We could be broke. I'm had, I've had enough of the beaver this episode. You've had enough of the beaver? What do you mean? <laughs> well, I said beaver there. Yeah, you did say beaver. <laughs> You've had enough of the beaver? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> what? Great joke. I real, thought that was real good. Solid, real solid delivery. I think when you do it the third time, it's funny. 
right? Yeah, I've heard probably. of it. Isn't that I've the, rule, heard of, the rule of threes? I've heard of having enough of the beaver, but enough of the beaver? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, let's bring it back. He's just a common man. You get a $10 raise per hour if you throw your own employee through a glass how do you like when he slaps you in the face? How do you defend I'm this? sick of you yelling at my wife. You guys think this is okay. I have a reputation, and I have to protect it. And you will destroy it. I'm leaving. I am not rescuing your bar. Stefan, what happened with John Taffer this week? John Taffer wished me a happy birthday. On Twitter, I thought it was it was very nice. Uh, you helped with that. So did Karen Geyer. A couple other Probably people a couple helped with that. Probably a couple other people who um, are unimportant and do not deserve to be mentioned. Well, I think Karen was. As long as I get the credit, I yeah. Deserve. Justin needs a, a good percentage uh, of the credit. He can't sell off any of his credit to anyone. <laughs> I think else. Karen was verified, and so he he would get the. I have more to back likely pat, to get the John. notification. What? I have to back pat. Yeah, that's, that's a very true. important yeah. back patting. Uh, no, but it was that was cool. And then I went to his that. page, and he was wishing other people happy birthday, and I'm like, oh, that kind of. Takes away felt from it. less special. Yeah, that kind of makes yeah. no sense. He did say he said buddy though, which is nice, you know. Yeah, he was like happy birthday, buddy. Like, yeah, I mean there was yeah. like a gra- a grassroots groundswell movement to get him to wish you yeah. a happy birthday, and he decided to shut it down. Well, but that implies that he was like saying no to the. Well, he yeah. stopped the movement by answering the call. Yeah, but he but it, it ended where like that and that the movement succeeded. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, guys, I did another Justin Bieber pun in there, and you didn't even get it because it was too good. And also, um, wait, sorry. Would you say now that he's wished you a happy birthday that he's, like, basically your boyfriend? I uh, I thought we had moved past this. No, we have not moved past this at all. Um, It's fine, man. Don't worry about it. That's okay. I mean, it's okay. I just got the feeling that he might be, like, your You know what? I... (sighs) You were having, like, a bit of a lull there like confidence wise maybe in terms of how you're feeling yeah and, and so him just getting the uh and so him telling you happy birthday yeah did that make you love yourself <laughs> i kind of even know a lot of these songs i'm just that's assuming a pretty, every time that's I just, a pretty popular one you guys just one. you pause oh, and then oh yeah yeah, yeah okay so yeah, you, you know pause that. and then and then say a phrase i'm like okay well that's that's a song well we you got know? your back because you know we're we're pretty good, but it's it, so it'd be like me doing like this, like well, you know, I know what you're talking about, but uh, Hitler's asshole. <laughs> if you if you paused and said that, I'd be like, Justin Bieber has a song called Hitler's asshole. Well, I was gonna say we're we're just good company. Is it called Good Company or no, just Company? Just Company. <laughs> oh, okay. Featuring I don't know how to get there without adding featuring some Travis sort of Scott, I believe. Okay, all right. Well, but in any case, we can end this segment. Justin, yeah. just to go back to what you were saying before, life is worth living. Yes, it is. And let's get to our top three questions of the week. You Stephen, end if, the you, if you don't feel that life is worth living, I'll show you. I like that he, he just has the Justin Bieber As album in front of me. It's yeah. all in front of my head. Justin Bieber slash songs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just have this all in my head. This is all right up here. Well, I listen to music that is enjoyable. Justin Bieber's music is super enjoyable. How could you say his music's not enjoyable? That's an insane take. I don't enjoy it. His music is crazy enjoyable. What do you mean? (laughs) 
You know what I mean. I'm just going to keep going back to that one. I'll show you. <laughs> it's fucking really enjoyable. <sighs> oh! I think we can all agree the purpose of this episode is to keep moving. Fuck, <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even talk about Chicago getting knocked it out. It doesn't of the matter. They're out. Good it's for good them. that good, they lost. Yeah. Top That's what three. I was going to say. Questions I was of the talking week. about good feelings. You took that to mean Leafs things. I was talking about Chicago just flaming out spectacularly. The top three questions of the week. Hey, yo, it's the top three questions, questions of, of the week on Real Good Show. You, you know, know what, what the fuck, fuck it is, bitch? <laughs> we murder in <laughs> CFL <laughs> podcasts up in this motherfucker. Russell, look out. I got my own line right. Yeah. You missed it by like a full bar. That was great. Too many fucking um, hip hop horns in there. But yeah, Not Chicago enough. is out. Patrick Kane is a little wussy baby. End of story. Uh, he's taking it so well. He is. All right, question number <coughs> three comes from Tehoon Kim with 100 Keith points. Keith Smith. Keith Smith, indeed. Sorry, I apologize to all of our white listeners. <laughs> <laughs> is Tehoon going to be uh, taking pictures of us soon? I think probably. Okay. Nude. Just, just so you know, it's not too late to say sorry to all the white listeners. Well, if, uh, if he's on the fence, do you want, should we bump him up to like 200 points maybe? No. Okay. Uh, which of these sports ceremonies would you replace, and what would you replace it with? Puck drop, coin toss, first pitch. I, I'll go first. I would replace first pitch with first hit, and then oh, a like pitcher that. from the MLB team pitches to a plebe batter until they get a hit, that, and we're there all night. That is the best. <laughs> I don't think I can top that. At all. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's yeah. good. Yeah. I just won the question. Yeah. Like a celebrity civilian yeah, has like, to hit off a pro pitcher. Yeah. Now, obviously, I could do it. Yeah, of course you could. <laughs> but could Drew well, Carey do it? Especially if the pitcher so. was a woman. Um, Drew Carey could do it now. He's slimmed down quite a bit. <laughs> True. Yeah, and he's got him. that great hair plug dye job thing going on. I haven't noticed his hair. It looks like he has like a wasting disorder. Or something yeah. Like he's, it's not good for sure. Uh, that's. I mean, that's a good answer right there. I can't really. I right. would. I would replace a puck drop, um, with like, uh, like if we bring like a celebrity out or like the queen or whatever. Yeah. Uh, instead of dropping the puck, they have to respond to a clean hit by trying to fight someone. <laughs> um, like, yeah, they'll just be the two captains line up and just kind of bump each other completely clean. Yeah. And then, like, the queen has, has to, to jump, jump in, in yeah. and try and fight the opposition guy. Well, I guess I'll have to replace the coin toss, because you guys are the other two. So <laughs> sure. I, I would replace the coin toss with um, a, uh, the first hit. You have to hit, hit a, an, MLB, an MLB pitcher is throwing the ball, and the person has to hit it instead, huh. of, instead of the coin toss. <laughs> well, uh Oh, Don Cherry's suit looks like he murdered. Like, yeah, it was in his kill room before the show started. I You'll see when they show it again, it's pretty insane. I I know that other people besides the Queen do the ceremonial puck drop. Yeah, also. that happened. That's like, like, like once. the big one, though. Yeah. But I only bring that up because I don't know if you two know this about me, but I was actually there. I was on the ice for that puck drop. What? Yeah. Is there a Bieber? I sang the anthem during the Queen puck drop game. Was there a choir? Yes. I oh, was, you're and actually... I was in the choir, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I was on the ice. It was me. Holy shit. Look, <laughs> look at his suit. It is blood. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. I need to get a picture of that. It was me, 
a bunch of other boys in the choir, the Queen, Marcus Nasland, and Mike Ricci. That was the ceremonial puck drop. Very cute. Yeah. I really love that the Queen had to meet Mike Ricci. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who is maybe the most hockey player looking hot. Like, just the stereotypical, like... He's like the ugliest man alive. Basically. Oh my gosh! I didn't see that. What oh. happened? Oh, the hit in the corner there. Was that Stall? No, the guy that yeah, Stall. He went yeah. like neck first into the boards. Yeah. If he wasn't a hockey player, he'd be like a model on which they base like mannequins that go into natural history museums. Mike Ricci. Oh, like the Neanderthal yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. Good question. I Two. thought you would be more fascinated by the fact that I was on the ice that with a fucking cool. queen puck drop. Yeah, but did you get to meet her? No. Well, I mean, you don't shake hands with the queen, do you? Like, well, I think a lot of people do. Yeah, yeah I think that's kind of her thing. She does like a handshake line, and you shake her hand. I, I, don't, I don't remember doing that. Well, I'm sure you didn't then, because I would <laughs> hope you would remember it. Uh, Mom, when I sang on the ice, did I shake hands with the queen? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I feel like that'd be a pretty a moment you would remember. <laughs> At least I assume so. <laughs> At least I assume so. It's like, yeah, you dumb fucking idiot. Of course you did. You <laughs> shook her hand. Oh, man. Good times. Okay, question number two comes in from Kevin Madigan at Riot Survivor. And he asks, Canucks.com. Would you rather have Brad Marchand as a father-in-law or Patrick Kane as a son-in-law? This is maybe Brad the Marchand as a father-in-law for sure. Yeah. Because he's kind of, I mean, so he's he did the whole... Um, where there was a, a guy spouting like homophobic stuff in his mentions and Brad Marchand like shamed him publicly. True. So there's that. And also he's kind of like a dick on the ice, but he and like but he jokes around a lot and likes to party. So wouldn't you rather have that father in law to like impress? He's and not I, some like strict crazy and guy. I, and I do feel like we talked about on the show last week how like getting married and having a kid has like settled him down. Yeah, I think the only downside is that his daughter would have a fucking beak on her, right? Realistically. Oh, you got to marry his like well, two-year-old. Well, it's an, in- an in-law, right? Right, that's true. Yeah. Well, also she's a baby, yeah. So there's that. <laughs> it presents a problem. I mean, I'm just, in this imaginary scenario, baby about her has nose. A, yeah, his baby is a and huge nose. And not the nose. fact that she's like two years old. Hey, man. Yes. I mean, if I'm it, being honest, is yes. it an arranged well, I'm guessing marriage? in this hypothetical scenario, she's of age. She's of age. Or I'm a baby, one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're both babies that got married. <laughs> yeah, uh, you go back in time as a baby. <coughs> That's the bonus question this week. What is easier? Um, I feel like it wouldn't be that difficult to ingratiate yourself to him as like the cool stepdad or father in law, rather. You mean the, the cool son in law? Because he'd be the son of Well, he would yeah, be. Like, the he's cool. Like, oh, even yeah. though he's an asshole, he's yeah. still cool. I think, but, uh, so I think if you had to pick, like, Brad Marchand, obviously, is like a huge dick on the ice yeah. and everything, but from what I've, off the ice, seems like an okay guy. He's like Kevin Costner in Waterworld. Even, like, maybe <laughs> leaning, maybe leaning wow, a little, like, that? a little too hard towards, like, the asshole side of being an anti-hero. Because, like. They tried to like make him like Snake Pliskin or whatever, except he's just a fucking asshole. Like he's Snake drinks his own piskin. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he drinks his own piss in the movie. I haven't. But seen like it. within the context of an it? action movie, well, he's still like the Justin cool action saw hero. Sorry. I saw it on opening weekend. Sorry. Did you actually? Yeah, Aren't the queen like... was also <laughs> <laughs> dropping the puck at the. <laughs> Ceremonial first screening of Waterworld. (laughs) 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 
Yeah, all the stars are there. Kevin Costner, <laughs> Tina Majorino. Um, did you just Google the IMDb? No. Oh. I just know that because well, she was what in. What You haven't seen it and you know that? She was in the Seal movie, Andre. Oh, yeah. And then was also in Waterworld. She was also in Veronica Mars. Is that a movie starring a talking seal called Andre or is it a movie starring Seal, the singer? Both. Okay. And he plays Andre. Yeah, yeah they went for the this. giant. Sort of, they went for this sort of like ironic thing. Where's my, oh, there's my IMDb. I'm you pretty the, sure. You have I'm the right. app on your uh, phone? Yeah. Sometimes I mean, before I go to bed, I like to read the message boards. But yeah, Kevin Costner is just a fucking asshole in that movie. I, I mean, I think like, we can all agree that like Patrick Kane, you don't want Patrick Kane as your son. Yeah, we haven't even good. discussed him at all because yeah. he's disgusting. Congratulations. Um, yep, Tina Majorino. <sighs> That's good. There's yeah. no, there's no like redemptive side of Patrick. Kane. Okay, but he's rich. But yeah, exactly. But so is Brad Marchand. That's true. But you're more likely to get money from your son-in-law than your father. Well, no, that's a no, thing. probably yeah, th- not. That's exactly it too. That's the other bonus is that you're more likely to get money from Brad than Brad you are would. From Patrick. Brad would pay for the wedding. Yeah, probably pay for a dope open honeymoon. bar. Oh, easily open bar. Oh, for yeah. sure yeah. for him. He's yeah, hitting absolutely. it the hardest. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna get a tattoo, and my wife's name will be misspelled. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You get a tattoo to honor the wedding. Yeah, exactly. And be like uh, Sadie Marchand, uh, the Marchand Heck Wadding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that shit. Yeah, and Patrick Kane is more like Kevin Costner in The Postman, in that no one wants to see him. Well, I mean, no one wanted to see Waterworld either. Yeah, so I, no I think you could you either. you could have said Patrick Kane is like <laughs> Kevin Costner in Waterworld, and that no one wants to see him, and he drinks his own piss. <laughs> Justin just really wanted to talk about the Postman or Il Postino. Uh, you are, you were Tina Margarine. You're killing too, it, yeah. Tina Margarine. This week. Wasn't that. that the like the subtitle of it? Wasn't it like is something like that? Like Il Postino or whatever? Why would Probably. it be that? Would it be El Postman? No, it's Italian. Doesn't but wasn't that like in the name pretentiously? El Postino, so. really? Okay, I don't know. Fuck. I don't think so. Okay, well I'm looking it up. Um The Postman. <laughs> Can I see this Tina Margarino again? I wanna see. I already it. fucking showed you. Well, the postman's three hours long. Holy shit. Yeah, that was even worse than that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Number one question. Her name is Majorino. Tina Majorino. Yeah, okay. Tina Margarine. Wow, the postman's budget was eighty million dollars in opening weekend. It made five point two million. Yeah, I mean Kevin Costner learned the valuable lesson from Waterworld, which was just too much water. Mm-hmm. What people really want is sand and deserts. Il, <laughs> Il Postino. Okay, number one question comes in from Michael Foist. If you could start a wrestling stable with you leading, what three athletes, living or dead, would be in it, and what is the group's name? Justin, I will defer to you. <coughs> it's going to be a heel stable. Obviously. <laughs> Mark Messier is for sure in it. Oh, nice. So you're going Canucks heels. Uh, I mean, I just Todd count Bertuzzi. him as a sports <laughs> heel in general. Todd Bertuzzi is your enforcer. Uh, well, Edmonton Oilers' Mark Messier is in, the, is in it. And New York Rangers' Mark Messier is also in it. And Vancouver Canucks' Mark Messier is in it. And we are the four <laughs> fucking dickheads. <laughs> cool, great name. Now making know. their way to the ring, you the four fucking dickheads. I, did, I had not prepared for this. I, well, because it's a wrestling question, so I just assumed that you would be all over it. I'm trying to th- think of other notorious heels. 
All right. My um, stable is me, Austin Matthews, William Nylander, and Mitch Marner, and we are called The Beautiful Boys. That's a good one. Thank you. Uh, I don't know anything about wrestling at all. Well, you just need to like... Yeah, a stable's like a faction, like, like a, a group. group. Like, like a tag team group? Guy, or? Yeah, like, yeah, like D-Generation like X. Of, oh, those are the suck it guys. Right? Yes, and exactly. And you all, you all okay. hang together. Yeah, you hang together. So who is in D-Generation X? Triple H, X-Pac... The New Age Outlaws, Billy okay. Gunn and Road Dog, okay. and um, so my group would be Triple H, <laughs> the, the new what are they called? Age Outlaws. New Age Outlaws. Uh, X Pac. X Pac. And China. China. And China. We we would be called Degeneration <laughs> X. And our whole I think would be when they said su- oh that kind of works that China was in it because like she has the huge clit right so she just suck it. <laughs> Like and I didn't, really, I just did, kind of, and she died too. And she sucked it like for a career for a little bit. Well, she didn't wrestling. suck it; it got sucked on. No, well, she also did suck it, not her own clip. Oh, okay, no, like, I'm someone else. Sucked she like her became clip. a porn star. You her know? clit was so big. I agree. It looked like a baby carrot. It looked no, it looked like a penis. Well, okay, a clit is a penis. I don't know how much you know about anatomy. No, I know, but but I mean, well, like, but do you know? Yeah. Well, you said baby carrot last week. You just kept saying that penguins pooed out cum. So yeah, and we settled this over yeah. the, over the week. We looked it up. Yeah, they, they do not. Well, that's not what I found. Well, you were probably looking on much different websites than I was. Okay, now <laughs> let's get... Uh, my, my actual faction is Mark Messier, Kobe Bryant, and Tom Brady. Nice. And me. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm like the mouth. I'm the heel manager, and right. they do all the dastardly deeds. <laughs> uh, we're called... The Clowns. <laughs> <laughs> it's a clown question, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The sports villains. Cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, I really, really, <laughs> really came up with something super original Christ. there. <laughs> now I know why you, you are musically talented, we're, but you've never had a band. We're called God Save the Queen. <laughs> I don't All right, well, I mean, maybe... Do I've you wa- been do you in bands do, before. Do you want to just keep you trying? You think I've never been in a band? The joke was that you could... Band. The joke was... The, oh, my God. The joke wasn't that you couldn't be in a band. The joke was that you wouldn't be able to name the band. Uh, so it would take forever. That's why I mean, you that's why it took like a year for us to start this podcast. What was the and name of your band? And we came up with Real Good Show. Well, yeah. What was your band name? Tripwire. There you go. Oh, well, that was your uh, your HF boards and your Canucks.com name, it too. Wasn't yeah. Wow, so yeah. once he comes up with a name he likes, look well, out. Well, what came up first, the band name or the, the forum name? The band name. Oh, okay. Looking forward to... I was going to say it'd be kind of uh, badass if you named your band after, after your, your HF boards name. nickname. That'd be pretty <laughs> I could sick, respect actually. that. Nice, yeah. Mine would be Rick Roll. That was actually your forum name? Yep. That's pathetic. It's awesome. Oh, come on. It was so super cool. He's never going to give it up. No, absolutely. I definitely never <sighs> gave it up. What do you, you know mean? the rules, Stefan. What do you mean? And so do I. <sighs> We're no strangers to love. That's, that's just, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> you know the rules. Just let, what's, so our, what's the next segment? Is that the last question? Yeah, that's it. Question. One good thing, baby. All right. We will go from there into everyone's <laughs> favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch, the cherry on top of our cynical Sunday where we pick the things we like from the world at large. One good thing. Whoa. <laughs> If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? I like a book, surprisingly. Wow. Yeah, I'm reading Stealing it right my now. Brand. Uh, it's called Shattered, and it's about Hillary Clinton's campaign. And it's by the guys who wrote, um, fuck, what was it called? Game Change, the Sarah Palin, Barack Obama one like, okay. uh, from 2008. 
and it's all about her campaign and how bad it was. Yeah. And it's really depressing, but also kind of funny because it's just so. It's like, how do these people have fucking jobs? Well, I'm glad that you are learning something about why the Democratic campaign failed because the Democratic <laughs> Party certainly has no interest there in doing go. that. So that's a political zinger. <laughs> Zing. It's true, though. Yeah. But, uh, Zingling. So I, I recommend a book. Okay. I'm recommending an album, and it is by Kendrick Lamar, and it is called Damn. And everyone is talking about it and has written about it, and I don't need to say anything about it. You're already listening to it, but if you're somehow not, then I, I do haven't. it. Well, then you're done. And start you haven't? To it. It's no. really good. It's really good. Uh, stepped on Farouk's catchphrase, I think, personally. Enough is enough, and it's time for a change. Damn. Damn. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, I'm going to recommend, and see, I almost recommended this a few weeks ago, and I didn't. Because well, thank Stephan, God you remember. Because Stefan has recommended it before. Oh, Christ. But this time I will recommend it because <laughs> I've played it like so much this week. And you it, can't recommend this. He can. I, it, I it, didn't fucking recommend it before. He can recommend it. I, I'll allow He it. told me that I could recommend it and I chose it, not it, because well, I thought I that vote, was against the I rules. I vote no. Yeah, but if I'm the one who recommended it and I'm, I'm giving him my blessing. Yeah. Bless my. See when I've when I've endorsed something that John has previously endorsed, he loves it as not a fucking true. tacit not as a one good nod thing. towards him having good taste. Not as a one. But good when thing. it's Stefan who's recommended it before, oh my goodness, what a disaster well, this it is! It is widely acknowledged. I have the best taste on this <laughs> podcast. No, I don't know about that. I think that's definitely it is true. a video game for the PlayStation Four. It is called Horizon Zero Dawn. You know it's going to sound great on the recording? You playing with bubble wrap the whole time. You sexually frustrated or what? This bubble wrap. How do you not play with bubble wrap if there's bubble wrap? It's been here literally every episode. It sits I've right there. Does it actually? I've yeah. had it for four years. So I've never really played with it before. Yeah. Wow. And okay. it's showing well. up on the recording of you just going. Is it? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, sorry, guys. That's fine. It's fine. You just wrecked it. We just have to start again. It's not it's a big It's called game. Horizon <laughs> Zero Dawn. Maybe Justin will recommend something different. PlayStation well, that's what my plan was. Yeah. Do a whole new episode. Yeah. Uh, and Steph and I have no idea how you recommended this game like a month and a half ago. Given that I got it right after you recommended it, I hadn't beaten it by then, and I'm just finishing it right now. But I, I hadn't beaten it by then. <laughs> I liked it. I recommended it. Like how many games through. do you finish in a week? I don't finish very many of them. It's uh, all he does. He gets up in the morning. He makes three memes. He jacks <laughs> off three times, and he plays video only games three? for the rest of the day. Yeah, I don't know. I only don't three th- memes. I believe that part, but only three jack off sessions. Well, he, that's what he said. Low. Yeah, average would be three. I oh, average. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you're not trying to break your personal best at this point. I, no, it's, I can't. It's a fool's errand. No, it's ridiculous. I'm past my prime. It's <laughs> not going to happen. I honestly, if I tried it, I would die. I think. Well, I don't a, think you would die. I think well, there's a non-zero chance that I would that I would actually die. Well, I've been playing this game for like a month now, yeah. and I'm finally at a point where I can Jerking recommend off? it. And I think you recommended it after like two days, because hadn't it like legit just come out? Yeah, I got it like a few days after it came out. And then you just played it all weekend long. Yeah, Did I you mean, sleep? It's Did you just drink like Mountain Dew Code Red all weekend? No, I, I don't think I even played it that much. Like I, I just, I'm just very good at that game. Oh, I just... so <laughs> it's my fault. No, that it's I, taken I, me so long. I got the uh, the armor that makes it like it's basically it breaks the game where you can't die and then you can just run through everything. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, which That's is kind of cheating. But, but like every time I hear you guys talk about uh, the new Zelda game, yeah. how it's like this like amazing open world adventure that yeah. just drops you in and like makes you solve it on your own and like it's so difficult like you can't engage every single enemy you come across you have to run away I'm yeah like, 
This is also Horizon it Zero is. Dawn. Yeah. Literally everything you're saying Basically, right now. Yeah, uh, it's one of the best games I've played in a very, very long time. Like probably the most I've been absorbed in a game since GTA Five came out. Yeah, it's really so fun. I would strongly recommend that if you have a PlayStation Four and, and it have looks not played it already. Too. If you have a PlayStation Four. And did not 4. heed Stefan's recommendation. Exactly. <laughs> I was just gonna make that joke, so good for you. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to explain why it's a joke? No. Okay. Well, having said that, with that, that will do it for this week's episode. Our roommate continues to be no one as we record live in the RGS studios here in Olympic Village. Our producer is Jessica Sands. Thank you, Jessica. Our intern is the fine folks at SeatGeek. And if you enjoy the show, you can support it online at patreon.com slash realgoodshow and get some uh, bonus content for doing so. Uh, later you should this re- week, review us on iTunes, later, too. Later this week, we are going to release uh, audio from the uh, like symposium dis- discussion. Like oh, yeah, that came out. That's the right. The talk that Stefan and I gave at Van Arts uh, School about the future of broadcasting <laughs> in the podcasting industry and what it takes to be a podcasting titan. So you can learn from the best. Sit in on a, a, a lesson that Stefan and I taught where uh, horse fucking came up early and often throughout, <laughs> and we did use those exact words to describe it. So yeah. uh, that is not in the... An academic uh, setting. That is not the, uh, the donor-exclusive episode. That's just a little bit of bonus, bonus content this month. So that'll be yeah. out later this week. And, of course, we dropped a mailbag last week that was very enjoyable also. So look for that. And, of course, as Stefan said, it very much helps us quite a bit if you will rate and review the program on iTunes, gives us a boost in their rankings and algorithms and all that good stuff. Until next week... Week. I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Heck. John Cullen. We have a live show coming up on June 16th. Uh, Can people buy tickets at the Hive? Yet? No, because we're still waiting to confirm the venue for our stand-up show. And my album comes out May 5th. Oh. May, so the, May the 5th be with you. Thank you. Cinco de Mayo. That's right, baby. You're going head-to-head with Guardians of the Galaxy I'm Volume go- 2. I'm going head-to-head with Hellman's Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Guys, listen. Wrap it up. <sighs> To say the be thing. real. Yeah. Be good. Be real good. Bieber. Quit. Okay. Well, that was on my mind. So. Yeah, I'm sure it was. What do you mean? <laughs> Fuck. God fucking damn. John, I feel like is the most <laughs> disgusted he's ever been after an episode. It's because I. Oh, I'm not. I said China's quit. You guys kept stealing my dope puns. China's quit. <laughs> it is really big. What do you Don't want for us to win, where do I start?